Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is the franchise better known as Chi with a special edition of the Royal Club Wrestling Podcast. Coming to you today, this is going to be a very quick one. It's a solo one I'm doing. We haven't recorded in a while, so I just wanted to give everybody a little update on what's going on and also to touch on a certain subject that I actually was aware of yesterday. I did a recording yesterday, but technical difficulties did not allow me to publish it. So I'm back again. So basically the rundown for the podcast, a lot of people have been asking me about it. Um, The status, it hasn't been a new video up since pretty much um, I did a Thursday throwback edition of um I pretty much did a recap. Basically, conflicts of schedule. I was I'm actually in school, not at the moment, semester's over, so I have more free time to do more recordings and things like that. Plus I'm also gonna be honest with you, the wrestling scene since pretty much post WrestleMania after the shakeup has pretty much been not good. It's not going to lie. It hasn't been the best. So with that being said, I pretty much have taken a break. Plus, I'm trying to get everything legalized with the brand, the name, get the logos up and going. Because as you know, if you are listening to this and if you're on the Anchor app, big shout out to Anchor, which is the device or the 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 driving force for this podcast along with the Everyday Brothers and the SNS podcast. This is the tool that we use to broadcast. So if you go onto the anchor site, we don't have logos up right now. I'm in the process of finalizing for our Royal Club Wrestling Podcast logo, and then I will be working on getting the other logos set up for the Everyday Brothers and the SNS. I'm not a part of the SNS podcast. That is a podcast with Asad or Saad and Sean. Sean is going to be a person that's going to be, he's, he's going to have a candid appearance on here from time to time, mainly when it comes to the old school wrestling topics that we will be discussing. Um, and then also I have another podcast with my with my legit brother. Um, we're going to be doing a podcast relatively soon. We just have to sit down and talk about the logistics, talk about the, the groundwork and what we are going to be discussing. Okay. With that being said, yesterday I received a report from Bleacher. Bleacher Report. I received an alert from the Bleacher Report. And this is what led me to do this do this podcast do this episode WWE reportedly looking to extend the length of pay-per-view starting with money in the bank now on average the pay-per-views are relatively three hours long if you include the pre-game the the pre-show it's four hours long Now the WWE is in talks of making it a four-hour show and not a three-hour show. 
this article was published by Mike Chiari, who actually is from Buffalo, and he is a host of one of my favorite podcasts, Ringrust Radio. Um, so he did the article yesterday basically saying this. WWE is reportedly planning on planning to expand the length of his pay-per-views by one hour, starting with Money in the Bank in June. Money in the Bank, if anybody knows what the premise of Money in the Bank is, it's a big, pretty much is a ladder match. You fight for the rights to a contract, to guarantee a guaranteed contract for a title. You can cash in at any time. Period. I feel like this is going like this is going to be one of the this will be embedded into one of the big name pay-per-views. I think this is going to be the big secondary pay-per-view followed by Royal Rumble. You have Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series. I feel like Money in the Bank is going to be the fifth major large pay-per-view okay the reason why is because of the stipulation behind it you know it's uh now now you have women's women's have a money in a bank now so it's really pretty much embodied that this is what it's going to be takeover i believe is also having not a money in a bank but they're have nxt is having the takeover around this same time so you can pretty much see that the WWE is planning on making Money in the Bank a big deal. So according to Dave Meltzer, um, Sky, I'm going to probably butcher this name, but I'm sorry. Sky Italy posted Monday on Facebook that Money in the Bank will begin at 7 p.m. rather than 8 p.m., making it a four-hour show. Now, if you include the pre-show, this will be a five-hour show, okay? Now you have the main, the big four, which is, like I said, WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, will be a five-hour show. Include the pre-show, that's six hours. So the reason why I pretty much has said stated that wrestling has been, well, the WWE... The main card, WWE, has been on a decline is because the booking has, has been horrible. The stories have been just horrible to watch. It's been dreadful. The best things going on Raw, in my personal opinion, is Seth Rollins because he is the workhorse. Like Seth Rollins is my favorite favorite wrestler right now next to on the main roster next to Finn Balor okay it's Finn and Seth them two are my favorites I love the way I, I love them working together Seth always puts on great matches um Finn puts on great matches depending on who he's facing because there is people that you know, Finn doesn't have the great greatest chemistry with, but Seth is continuously setting the bar and elevating all of the matches. If you look at the backlash, him versus the Miz was the best match on backlash at backlash, hands down. 
Um, and then you have Drew McIntyre. Now, a lot of people say Drew and Dolph. I'm more leaning towards McIntyre because McIntyre is presenting to people what a lot of fans want to see. How he just has his approach where he's like, nobody is hungry to to strive for greatness. Like, everybody's just content with just being here, which is what a lot of people, fans, have said about wrestlers, and even wrestlers have said. Like, oh, you look at, you ever watch a, a Stone Cold interview, or you listen to Stone Cold talk about the, the main rosters now, the roster now. They're just content with just being there. You know, they're not, they're, they're just happy to be there. You know, they're not putting in the work to get better, to be the best. And I like that. I like that attitude that Dolph, I mean, not Dolph, but Drew McIntyre has. So those are the best things for working on Raw. SmackDown. SmackDown's kind of tricky. AJ and Shinsuke are great together. Their chemistry, you can see if you're watching the matches that they have together, their chemistry is getting back. It's like they're they're more comfortable and they're getting more they're they're being able to have more freeway on what on how their matches go. Um Rusev is great, however, because Vince didn't create Rusev Day. Vince is going to get rid of Rusev Day. This is why you're starting to see the beginning pieces of Lana starting to come back around. And there's reports that Aiden English and Rusev is going to break up. That Rusev is going to go back to being the ruthless heel. And he's going to turn on Aiden English. And Lana is going to align himself, align herself with Rusev again. I think that they should still keep Rusev Day and blend Lana in there. Because if anybody remembers the miss the mix match challenges when it was Rusev and Lana, their chemistry was so great because it literally was like, you know, when you know Rusev would be like, Lana is the best, Lana's number one. Like that was great. And then if you add any English into it, it's just I just think that that will be incredible. Now you have the New Day, the Usos. They are great. Um, the women's division on SmackDown is better than Raw's for obvious reasons. Um, and Raw has Ronda Rousey. And I'm not even going to touch on that. That's for another day. That is for another day. Um... SmackDown has a better breed of talent and story, but they still, but it, the product still is ass. Like, even if they have better talent, the product is still ass. So, when I first seen this report yesterday, I was ballistic. The, the, the audio that I had recorded yesterday was... I, I just went off. I went off. 
I was spewing like just my disdain. And then I started to kind of bring it, bring it back, bring down my anger and start to think to myself like, okay, well, maybe this is what they're trying to do. Maybe they're trying to better, like, with it being now a four-hour show. Now they can have more of the rivals, rivalries. There's more people can actually have matches now on the card. If you looked at it being a three-hour show and with now all pay-per-views being um, co-brand, both Raw and SmackDown, it makes sense to have a four-hour show now. So I started to think of it that way. And I just want to have that mindset because I want to remain in the... I want to have some faith in the WWE main brand. Like, their main product. Not NXT, because I have all the faith in NXT. I have all the faith in even 205 now, because 205 has gotten better. But the main brand, you look at the main card, and it's 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 horrible, you know. I was saying it yesterday, you have a universal champion who hasn't been pinned for a title in 14 years. The last time Brock Lesnar got pinned for a championship was No Way Out 2014 against the late, great Eddie Guerrero. That was the last time Brock Lesnar lost the Universal title. I mean, that's the last time, not Universal, but that's the last time Brock Lesnar got pinned. One, two, three. His shoulders are on the mat. One, two, three. For a title. This is the the most irrelevant title on Raw. Like, this is supposed to be the flagship show. Raw is the flagship show. And you don't have the belt that everybody's supposed to be chasing after. Everybody's supposed to try to get this universal title. And you rarely didn't hear many people speak on the universal title from people other than Roman Reigns. Until now. You know, now you have people that are participating in Money in the Bank from Raw talking about, I'm going to cash in that money. I'm going to cash the money in the bank and I'm going to beat this. But it's like, how can you beat somebody that's never there? Brock's never there. You know, he's not going to probably be seen into SummerSlam, ladies and gentlemen. And the build for SummerSlam probably is not going to happen until late July, Early August, because SummerSlam is in August. I think it's the third week in August. Third Sunday in August. So, it really leaves you to really think about, like, what is, what the hell is going on? Another thing that's popular about Raw, and I don't believe I forgot about this guy, because he's literally my, one of my, my favorite heel on the main roster, and that's Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens, he did a video yesterday. He posted a video yesterday of him and his, his, just his, the way he takes him being a heel is very comical, but it's very, 
it's good. Like he's a good he's a good heel. He's a great heel. Um, he's another reason why Raw is good. Roman Reigns horrible. They need to give it up. Turn him heel. I know Roman said, you know, I I I just do with what I'm told. You know, I do what I'm told. But sometimes you have to go against the establishment. You have to go against the grain. You have to say to yourself, yo, I'm going to go this way. I'm, I'm on the fence. And I want Roman to turn heel. But I want Roman to form a faction with the Samoan bloodline. Put him with the Usos. Put him with, you know, Tamina. Or put Naya into the equation. Make Naya a heel. Make this establishment a heel establishment. And just go against everybody. That would be great if you did it correctly. That's the problem. A lot of people don't know how to take the shit that they're given and make it good. You know? It's like it's it's just like that expression... You know, you have to take chicken shit and make it to chicken salad, you know. And that's what they have to do. Um, I'm not going to touch on Finn. I'm not going to touch on the butchering that they're doing with him. I'm not going to touch on the butchering that they've done with Braun Strowman. He's supposed to be a monster among men. And he's more like Hulk Hogan now, more than anything. Um... I just consistently want great product. You know, I'm a consumer. This is my favorite. This is one of my favorite things I like to watch. I've I've been watching wrestling forever. And I just want great product. You know, I try to defend this product, this shit show. To my brother, to Sean, you know, to my buddies, to let them know, like, yo, like, even though it's bad, like, there's still some type of light in there. And it's hard. You know, I I can't watch a full episode of Raw. I just can't anymore. Because, like, the first hour, I'm checked out, you know. After the first hour, I'm checked out because there's nothing on the show that is worth me watching anymore. Even when they say Brock Lesnar's coming, I'm not even excited to see Brock. You know, Brock used to be an attraction. He used to be, when you heard Lesnar's going to be there, you would tune in to see. Now, I don't care to tune in. Paul Heyman is my favorite manager. And I'm tired of just being around, like, just seeing Paul Heyman because it's the same spiel. It's the same. Like, it's, you know, Paul Heyman comes out. He cuts his promo. Depending on who he's facing, depending on who Brock's facing, he cuts a promo directed towards that. The matches goes as follows. Brock gets the one up. Brock ends up taking a few hits. F5, match over. It's annoying. It's pretty much... It's annoying, ladies and gentlemen. Then you have 
it's it's just I don't understand how this business that I've loved since I was a kid has hit this point. I've never in the years of watching it felt like disgusted watching wrestling. And this is how I feel now. You know, me and my me and my one of my one of my close friends we used to text each other and be like, you know, are you watching Raw? And we'll text each other about the matches and things like that. Now we just talk about how shitty this show is. Shitty this brand is. You know, I try and watch. Well, I can't say I try. I do watch NXT. And I'm more excited watching NXT. And NXT, mind you, is an hour long, okay? An hour long of material of a product is better than the five hours combined of Raw and SmackDown. NXT is an hour. Think about that. And within one hour, they put out better material in one hour than Raw and SmackDown put together, you know, combined. That's a damn shame. Like, the writing staff for WWE really has to sit back and think about that. If they really think about, like, well, what are we doing here? You know, I know with Backlash being an ass pay-per-view, Vince tried to give make some excuse, like, oh, people were tired, and that's why people were leaving during the main event. WrestleMania was damn near about seven hours long. Seven hours, ladies and gentlemen. And I did not at one point in time see anyone. I didn't see not one person. There's not no footage, no nothing of anybody leaving WrestleMania. Yet, there's footage of people walking out in drones at the Roman Reigns Samoa Joe match. That that tells you something. And then if you think about having these pay-per-views now for as like five hours. Five hours for the for the main for the the secondary shows. I'm including the pre-show. And then six hours for the big four. This it's it's. It's going to be horrible. Money in the Bank, I really truly think that Money in the Bank will actually be... I'm hoping that Money in the Bank starts a brand new breath of fresh air. You know, because... It's really their, it's really their big secondary pay-per-view, like I said earlier. I really believe that. I believe that... Money in the Bank is the big one for them in regards to the secondary pay-per-views. So I think that this one is going to be very much straightforward, no bullshit. I think that it's going to be great. Um, let's just hope. Let's just hope. I know Lana qualified for the Money in the Bank, which I'm, I thought that that was going to happen. 
just because they want to tease the the thought of Lana and Rusev both winning money in the bank and they're married, so there'll be Mr. and Mrs. Money in the Bank. Um, Daniel Bryan versus Samoa Joe is going to happen next week for the qualifying, for the last qualifying spot for Money in the Bank from the men's side. I think that's going to be a great match. Them two used to, they, they had to run at Ring of Honor and they are great together. Um, that's going to be a good match. I will be coming with a prediction show for Money in the Bank. Um, right the we um that week of Money in the Bank, so you will be getting a a brand new episode of the Royal Club Wrestling Podcast the week of Money in the Bank prior to the show actually coming out. Ladies and gentlemen, like I said earlier, this is the you know this is the just a quick I wanted to just do a quick throw it out there discuss this, discuss my opinion of the the adding hour to pay-per-views. I'm 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 now in the mindset of I'm hoping that it's gonna get better. I hope that it's gonna be better for the company. You know wrestling WWE right now is kind of on a it it's it's not good, you know. As a wrestling fan, as a WWE fanatic, it's not good. I don't like the product right now. Um, I've been, you know, I didn't watch SmackDown yesterday. I got the results, but I didn't watch yesterday. Now, to be honest with you, I really didn't. I really didn't care. You know, that's that's my mentality that I have with this company right now. You know, it's hard for me to invest into this when. There's not nothing worth me investing into, you know. I don't like. I said I don't like, and it's I don't like the fact of what they're doing with Finn Balor. I don't like the fact that you know you have a title that's only been held by four people, and the reigning champ right now is never there. The title is. It's supposed to be an irrelevant. It's supposed to be relevant. It's supposed to be. This is supposed to be the title that everybody's supposed to go after. This is supposed to be because Raw is the flagship show. It's the number one show that you have, and you don't have your marquee attraction, the marquee belt that everybody's supposed to be fighting for. Not there. It's not present. So now because it's not present. No one really cares about this title. Everybody should be more interested and focused on the intercontinental title, which Seth Rollins has, which Seth Rollins is doing an incredible job defending it. And shout out to The Miz because The Miz actually put that belt to the standard that it's at right now. He brought relevancy back to the intercontinental title, which a lot of people, a lot of Hall of Famers have said this. That's what The Miz did, you know. I feel like Brock should, if Brock does not lose this title at SummerSlam, I I have no words. You might just, I might just do a, a I might just do a video of. 
episode and I might just tag WWE in this video all the time. Like I'll do a video and I'll do this podcast and I'll just tag them because I would want them to get a hold of this this content if Brock Lesnar retains this title. Um so with that being said, like I said, I wasn't gonna do it wasn't gonna be a long episode. Shout out to my team, the Everyday Brothers, Everyday Brothers, Saad, the Ace, Sean, my my blood brother, my actual blood, my brother Fred. Um, Anchor, like I said, is the platform that we use to publish and broadcast and give you this material. We have three podcasts going right now. Like I said, we're working on the fourth one. There's three right now. There's the Everyday Brothers podcast. There is the SNS podcast. And then there's this podcast, the Royal Club podcast. We, the Royal Club podcast is me and the Ace, which is side. We do this. We're going to come back with more material, like we said, like I said. Um, we will be doing a throwback soon with Sean included. Just because we want to, you know, we want to touch back. We want to touch base. We want to bring up the the essence, the aura of why we fell in love with wrestling. I might bring my brother involved depending on the schedule and everything. He might get involved. We're going to talk about why we fell in love with wrestling. Our favorite wrestlers, promos, factions, um, matches, pay-per-views, you name it. If you have a suggestion of what we should talk about in this episode... Please, I'm posting this on my Facebook. It's going to be on the Everyday Brothers Twitter. Let us know. Let me know. We will get back to y'all. I'm in the process. Like I said, I'm trying to legalize everything, get everything up and running so everything is trademarked, copywritten, and we can go forward, have the logos out there, bring you the best material that we can offer you. Once again, this is... The franchise, better known as Chi, coming to you, like I said, from the Anchor Pod, from the Anchor platform production. This is also, this is mainly Everyday Brothers production. With shout out to my team. I'm just all over the place. I got people above me doing some type of construction upstairs. They're replacing carpet or something in one of the apartments. And I was in the mix of watching Undisputed and First Take and doing some research and all this other stuff. So now I just felt like I should do this platform right now just to do a quick one. So, like I said, we will be back probably within the next week with the throwback edition of our, our throwback edition episode. And then we will come back with you closer to Money in the Bank with the Money in the Bank prediction show. And then from there, I'll do a post show. And then we'll just go from there. You know, um, we all, I also know about New Japan. I know Chris Jericho came back and he attacked Naito. Um, they have their Dominion coming up in June. All in, which is Cody Rose's thing. I want to applaud Cody Rose. Cody Rose has been one of the best independent wrestlers since leaving the WWE. Um, all in is all him. You know, he came up with the idea. He came up with the thought process, and he's doing this. 
Um, the Young Bucks was here in Buffalo this past weekend. Hulk Hogan was here too for the Comic Con that we did that Buffalo had. Um, I unfortunately wasn't there, but my um, side met Hogan at the airport. So, but all in, I'm excited to know about that. I know CM Punk, yes, CM Punk is going to be there, which I think is good, great because I think it's the first step in him coming back to wrestling. I want Punk in wrestling. I don't want Punk in UFC. I think if Punk comes back to wrestling, I think he'll do a short stint in the Indies. And then I think that eventually he may come back to WWE. I would love for him to come back to WWE, but that's a, that's a long stretch. So um, I do follow all the other platforms of wrestling. Um, I started to watch a little bit of Impact because um, I've just been hearing a lot of people talk about how great it's been, the product's been lately. So I've just been kind of trying to catch up on that. Um, but mainly this platform is basically solely on WWE. Um, I will be covering more NXT 205 Live. That's pretty much what we're going to talk about in the more recent, in the more upcoming shows. We're going to talk more about NXT and 205. We might do a summary of um, Raw and SmackDown, both Raw 205 and NXT, because those are those are what's best right now, you know? So once again, this is the franchise. I'm signing off. Any suggestions, likes, suggestions, what you like, what you didn't like, what you think we can improve on, please let me know. Let us know. We are open to suggestions, open to criticism. That's what we do. If we don't hear back, we don't hear feedback, we don't know what we can do to improve. So once again, this is the franchise. I'm signing off. Take care.